What's up? This is Justin Brunken, and um, I am alone in the studio. No Corey Donahue. He figured it was a good time to uh, go on vacation. I don't know what he was thinking. But in lieu of Corey Donahue, we have uh, Donald Wine and Jacob Warnicke on the line helping me out uh, with this uh, uh, short podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, what's going on? We're, collectively, we are not nearly as pretty as, as Corey, but we are going to try and make up for it with uh, our banter. He just made his year. Yo, what's up, Justin? What's, what's up? We can't, we can't forget about Donald's comment there. Like, Corey, you just made his year. He's so self-conscious. I he, hope so. he, Oh, man, he'll feel so pretty after that. It's incredible. Hey, what, this has been a six-month absence. Since our last podcast, nothing important has happened since then. I don't think nothing, nothing whatsoever, <laughs> nothing at all. We we're gonna start this podcast like we start every podcast uh, that we are gonna uh, get better at doing these more often, and we never do. <laughs> <laughs> we we are we are holding our promises this time because we are doing these weekly, and we're gonna shorten them up a bit. They're gonna be like a, you know twenty thirty minute little uh, things talking about upcoming games, rosters, and. AO happenings, um, making sure that I'm going to be on top of it. Make sure Corey's in here more often and not on vacation because I feel like that's all he does. I think so. He can prove me wrong next week when he shows up. How are you guys doing out there? I'm doing good. I, I'm ready to get into this roster. It's a young roster, and uh, we have a lot of up-and-coming talent and some guys that we know and a lot of guys that we really haven't seen much of, and I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, I like Donald. I'm super excited. Uh Young roster, new faces, and some that are a lot are really exciting. I can tell, Jacob, you sound excited over there. <laughs> who are you the Who are you the most excited for, Jacob? Most excited? Uh, well, the easy answer is Pulisic's back in the team finally, but uh, it m- probably is Weston McKinney to see him and Christian play together is going to be one of my. Uh, things that I'm watching for on Monday. Yeah, it's crazy that the the 19-year-old on the team is the most experienced. I think probably the same with Corona, right? Same number of caps? Corona's got 17, and Pulisic has 20. Oh. <laughs> love it. This is why I love this roster. Donald, can you go through I, it? I, yeah, so let's start with the goalkeepers. We have uh, Alex Bono from Toronto FC. We have my boy, Bill Hamid, shout out Bill, uh, from FC Michelin in Denmark, Ethan Horvath from Club Bruges. For defenders, we have Cameron Carter-Vickers from Tot, uh, from, from Tottenham, uh, Eric Lehigh from Nottingham Forest, yes. Matt Miazga, Chelsea. What's that? Uh, I was just saying yes. Uh, Lehigh, he had like the goal of the season today. He had like, what, two goals in one game against Arsenal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two goals against Arsenal in the FA Cup. Oof. Love it. That's, Go ahead. It was awesome. Uh, also, we have Matthew Olasund from Manchester United, a young kid who uh, I'm really excited to see because I really haven't seen that much of him. Um, Eric Palmer Brown, formerly of uh, Sporting Kansas City, now with Manchester City. Anthony Robinson from Everton. Jorge Villafania, one of our experienced guys that has, has emerged in the last year and a half uh, from Santos Laguna, champions of Liga MX this year. Uh, Walker Zimmerman from LAFC. Now with the midfielders. This is where we see some of the newer guys and a lot of the guys that we are familiar with. Joe Corona out of Club Tijuana, 
uh, Lending Gooch from Sunderland. Julian Green, he's back, guys. What is he Julian doing Green's back? back. Uh, hey, man. Like the, and, and you know what? There's a Love great it. article uh, uh, on Stars and Stripes FC and on Goal TV, or I'm sorry, Goal.com about uh, how he is trying to make the most of his, uh, what he's calling his, his resurrection, his second chance on the team. Um, so if he's in it with, you know, with, with the right heart and the right spirit, I think that's what we want. We want these guys to compete with each other. Um, and Julian Green, he has some guys. He has some World Cup experience. It's not much, but yeah, he sweet has some. goal, and, too. And uh, first touch uh, ever <laughs> no. for the national team was a goal. <laughs> um, so, you know, you can't get better than that. Um, also from uh, Cholos, we have Alejandro Guido, Weston McKinney, aforementioned from Schalke. Love. Keith Park, uh, the kid from Benfica. Uh, obviously, uh, our son, Christian Pulisic, back in the lineup. Rubio Rubin from uh, Cholos. Uh, Club Tijuana, Jesus. Uh, I feel like that's now an American team. Uh, Tijuana, I know you're listed in Mexico, but you are officially part of the United States. Congratulations, because uh, half your team is on this roster. Um, <laughs> Tim Weah out of Paris Saint-Germain. I'm really, really high on this kid. Uh, I'm Everyone really is. To him. Yeah, he's going to be awesome. I was uh, at the game in Cary. The game in Cary, uh, I swear, like half the section when he came on uh, was just yelling like Tim. Went bonkers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it went bonkers. Everyone loves this guy, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I have a question after you get done with yeah. this, too, uh, speaking of that. Oh, yeah. And, and the forwards we have uh, from Redding, um, who actually was. Well, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. You Uh-oh. pulled a U.S. soccer and left off Lyndon Gooch again. No, I didn't. I said Lyndon Gooch. I said him. Did you? Second. Yep. <laughs> oh. Well, did did you see that their player announcement on Twitter left him off the graphic along and with left, Diego? Well, they left him off the graphic. This is a great thing. They left him off the graphic, and I know you saw the tweet that he had where he was like, "Don't worry, guys. Like, I, I guess I don't need to go anymore." <laughs> and they said, "Oh, don't worry. Sorry, we we will add you back." And they sent a new one that they said had all the guys on there, and they forgot Alejandro Guido in the second one. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Alejandro Guido, we didn't forget about you. And Lydia Gooch, we love you. We didn't forget about you either. So, well, I mean, we've, uh, you guys are, we've never made mistakes before. That's for sure. We have, but not for this. You know, <laughs> we, we, we like when we have guys on the roster. So, uh, Lyndon and Alejandro, uh, you may not be on the U.S. roster officially or, or at least on social media, but you're, you're on our roster. And they're and officially in our yourself. hearts, too. Yeah, so we'll see you in Philly. Um, and then our two forwards, we have uh, Andrea Novakovic. Uh, from Reading and the ginger wonder Josh Sargent from Werder Bremen is now back in the lineup. He he had been called up a couple times but had to withdraw due to injuries. Uh, so hopefully we will be able to finally see him make his debut on the senior team uh, for the for the United States. I'm excited about both those two. I don't know about you guys. Look, Novakovic did really well. He was another guy. Um, in carry that did pretty well. And I, I know, we, you know, Justin and I were at the game, uh, but, and we found out afterwards that uh, when he subbed on, they showed his mom crying in the stands out, out of tears of joy that her son had made his debut for the national team. So I thought that was a pretty cool moment. So mom, hopefully we'll see you in Philly. You're welcome at our tailgate that we're going to have. Uh, you she don't was have to at cry. Our tailgate, wasn't uh, she? I think she stopped by, but yeah. we didn't like we didn't really recognize it until later on. We're like, wait a minute. That was a, that was a player's mom. Um, Cause she didn't, she was very nice. She didn't like present herself as hi. My son is playing in the game. I know. Um, She's she super humble. There, so 
And he is yeah. too. He, I mean, he just act like he plays like he cares. I mean, every minute. Yeah. He didn't have much time to play yeah. uh, that game because he came on late, right? He came on late. He had that one run, um, and he a shot. like ran around some guy. Like the dude is tall. He's like yeah. six four. That's but what he's I love. Deceptively fast. Yeah. We need someone like that. And he's young. And he's young. Only <laughs> twenty one years old. Yeah, that's everyone's young on this roster, and that got to me to my next question. Like, this is what I love about this. Like, <clears throat> is anybody on this team like a guarantee for like the cycle? Like, always going to be playing and starting, like other than Pulisic? No, and that's good. Yeah, that's what we want. They're all I fighting for what, it, and just yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and and that's kind of what builds the spark. That's what that's how you know we we became enamored with some of the guys that we all know and love Landon Donovan, Josie Altidore, Michael Bradley, Clint Dempsey. They didn't come on the scene and just kind of chill in the corner. And we're like, you know what? That guy in the corner, I love that guy is going to be a special guy. I love that guy. It was their hard work. It was their determination to make this team and really to stay on it. So uh, that is what we want to see from this group. And, you know, I think so far this year with some of these guys, we have seen that we've seen that, uh, and carry where guys were, were balling out and just trying to do what they can to leave an impression, you know, uh, the, even from with more of the uh, uh, focus on the youth team to under 17, under 20, that's where we kind of know these guys names, but for all intents and purposes, there's some guys on this roster that we just have never seen play before. Um, and that's a good thing because I think that means that they can leave a great first impression um, on some of the fans. And with this next cycle coming up, these guys making first impressions is going to endear them to uh, the, our members that are coming out game in and game out. Yeah. I'm, I mean, this is what it's all about, right? You got, you may be apathetic and angry at what happened to the men's team and us soccer and, you know, you know, just electing the old VP to the presidency and not seeing any changing, knowing the plan is, but you know, we're here for like supporting these young players. And some of these are going to be people that are going to be stars in two years. And others, like, unfortunately, we just won't hear from again, like two years from now. And it's cool to be like at the start of this. And I think anyone should like they should be at that, you know, the, or at least be watching anywhere that U.S. Uh, versus Bolivia game here coming up in Memorial Day. Uh, I, I think it's going to be really cool to see the start of this and and to see like which players do come out as stars and will be like the staples moving forward. Uh, and the ones that unfortunately, you know, you, they won't get too many chances going forward. I think it's really cool right now. Yeah, I do too. And, and honestly, like you were talking, uh, uh, Jacob was talking about how Weston McKinney and Christian Pulisic play together. I mean, you could tell that they have a, have a great friendship and they, you know, that sort of partnership is going to be vital going forward. So it's going to be interesting to see that. I think another partnership that I'm interested in seeing is, is if we can get Tim Weah and Josh Sargent on the field when they were, you know, on the U17 oh, yeah. team, you could see their chemistry was, was on point. And I think with those guys, they also, they have a little bit of a, of a chip on their shoulder. Like Tim Weah is the son of George Weah. George Weah is a former Bologna or winner. He is one of the greatest players that has ever lived. He is the president of Liberia and somehow his kid has a chip on his shoulder. And I love that about him. Like he plays with that fire. He plays with that, like, that what's the word he plays with swagger and, and Josh Sargent just goes out and, and just busts his ass. And is just like, I'm going to score every time I, I touch the ball. 
And it seems like every time he touches the ball, he scores. So uh, that's what I'm really waiting to see. If these guys come on and just kind of put on a show and just say, hey, uh, you know, international scene, uh, Tim Way and Josh Sargent have arrived and we're not leaving. That's oh. what I want to see from these guys. Oh, that, I mean, that's like that is the best player you can ask for. Like you can have like, I mean, I loved like, you know, players like Frankie Hiddick that, you know, they just played with passion. They may not have been the best players um, uh, to get onto the field, but like they made up for, for like how much passion, how hard they worked. Like if you can get a player with both, like, Oh God, get them on every team. So another pairing that I'm kind of excited to see is uh, the Miazga Carter Vickers, both really young and could be our center backs going forward in the future for the next 10 years, 20 and 22 years old, seven combined caps for the two, but both with extremely high potential, obvious because they're at Tottenham and Chelsea respectively. Yeah. 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 So I'm telling you, like, this is super exciting. And, uh, I know, I don't know how much interest is out there for this, uh, uh the game here, Memorial day. It, it's, it's, un- it's unfortunate that it's on that day. Everyone has something going on. There's either a wedding or, or a vacation or or something but i mean this roster i mean get up and watch this game or if you're in the philly area get to it i mean there's still there's still tickets available um you know it's not sold out which is unfortunate uh for sure uh but there's something special going on at that game too donald what is it you're going to be a part of it yeah um it is going to be great as you guys uh uh you members out there uh, did a survey, and, and as the cops apparently are really excited about this announcement, and just like we are, <laughs> you could just um, say those are the, the sirens for the podcast, just for this announcement. Yeah, they're the, it's the official music of the podcast because we can't really, <laughs> you know, the Migos weren't available. So um, I, I, at the game, you know, back in I guess was it November, December, early January, uh, we had you guys vote on the 2017 uh, AO Players of the Year for the men's team and the women's team. Uh, if you guys saw on social media back in April, uh, Justin was a great part of uh, presenting the female uh, member or the, the woman player of the year award to uh, Julie Ertz in Chicago. Uh, and we thank her for, for graciously coming out and actually accepting the award and, and actually saying it was really cool and hanging and saying, she's going to, you know, put it next to uh, uh, her husband's Super Bowl ring whenever he gets that. That was uh, true. But it's also good. It's going next to the World Cup trophy, uh, or at least the World Cup replica trophy that she has uh, from 2015, uh, right on the mantle. So we thought that was pretty cool. But also, we're going to give it to the male player of the year. And the male player of the year, Christian Pulisic, um, we're going to do that uh, at, after the uh, game in Philly on Monday night. So if you're at the game on Monday night, please stick around. Don't leave after the game. I know there's I-95 traffic. I live in D.C. I get this. But... It's going to be cool. Uh, we're going to try and get uh, Cam, or Christian Pulisic to come over to the section and present him personally the award uh, that you guys voted us. So uh, I think that's a really cool uh, – it's going to be a really cool moment, and, and ho- hopefully we can get him in the section. If we can do that, it's going to create you know one of these lasting memories of, of having one of our, our great young stars uh, hanging out with us for a few minutes after the game. So uh, definitely, if you're at the game, have fun, be loud, be passionate, but stick around after the game for that presentation. Try. He's coming over. He's coming over. If he's, I have to walk excited. him over myself, I will do it. But I don't know if security will like that, so we'll, we'll talk about it. No, he's excited about it, man. We were talking to his agent and uh, like uh, saying that we had this award for him, and he's super excited about it. And so was Julie Ertz. It was it was quite refreshing. We had no idea what, how they 
would kind of take this award. It's like, oh, you know, um, I get awards all the time. Look how awesome I am. But no, they were genuinely like uh, loved it and were gracious and uh, took time to talk to the fans at. Uh, so we did at the Chicago Chapter Bar and took time to talk to uh, all the people there. And uh, she did a little spiel. And man, I thought it was great. I mean, she genuinely thought the. Uh, the trophy was uh, meaningful and she loved it. And so it's actually, um, we, we created this really custom, super heavy, uh, uh, trophy just for this. And cause we didn't want to just have like, a uh, some store bought, like, Oh, here's a weird trophy. Like this is, we wanted them to be somewhat like have something proud to take home and actually present and keep in their home instead of throwing it in some Tupperware and, uh, and throw it in the basement. So I hope that's the case. I hope she was like telling hey, the you truth. You have to stress. It, it, it looks really cool. It's not like a stupid five dollar trophy that we found <laughs> on the internet that came from China with their name on it. It's a really cool, as Justin said, a custom built trophy. I think it looks awesome. I, if I were playing, I'd want to have it. And since I'm not playing, I might try to steal it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we made it ourselves, Chris Donahue. So it was some weird idea that we had. We. We, we kind of drew it up on a napkin or something like that. And Chris Donahue was like, yeah, I can make that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good luck. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he sure did. And it looks absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, so I'm super excited about that. And uh, I hope he is too. And so um, <laughs> we're always worried, like, well, we're not going to lose this game. We're not going to lose to Bolivia. Um, so, yeah, well, he's going to be in a good mood after the game. I don't think we can. Not with this lineup. Well, if you remember, his first his first goal was in Kansas City against Bolivia back in twenty. Oh, was it? So That's it was Bolivia. Bit. Yeah. So he's he's familiar with this uh, with this squad. So Bolivia, by the way, they their last two games were against Curacao. Uh, they had a double friendly against Curacao in March, and they drew and lost to Curacao. To Curacao. Um, yes. Who so holds friendlies with Curacao? Isn't that good? But I mean, we can't we can't take them for granted, but. I hope Pulisic has a great day on Monday. I think he will. Oh, this is scary. If we, <laughs> if, oh, is that not scary you? Like, cause we have no idea kind of where we're at with this lineup no, and with the coach. All. And because if we, if we thing, don't, sh- while they're playing, while they're playing Curacao, we played Paraguay, which is a team that probably should have made the world cup. We played Bosnia, which is a team that probably should have made the world cup. And we played Portugal, which is a team that did make the world cup. So, and we, we have not lost to any of those teams. So hmm. um, even with this lineup that has been shifting every single game, and it's going to shift even after this game, when these guys go to Europe, a lot of these guys won't be making that trip. So um, it really, I think it's a credit to the team for throughout all this kind of reshuffling and, and reorganization and, and just all out uncertainty. They've performed pretty well over the last few, you know, few months. Uh, obviously we wish we were prepared for a world cup, but these guys have made the best of a, of a, of a, you know, a down situation and against some really good teams. Hmm. Yeah. And then we got, <laughs> then we got two really good teams after that in Europe. So now we are the world cup practice team. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Ireland is, Ireland is a, is a, is a good, decent contest. They're not going to the world cup, but the last time we faced them in Ireland, uh, we got smoked. Um, but, uh, France in, in France, uh, on June 9th, uh, the, is their final tune-up game before they go to the world cup. They are one of the favorites in the world cup that will be a barn burner of a game. Because if you look at France's roster, there are some great players who did not make the team, um, yeah. that we would love to have on our roster. So, um, <laughs> their roster is 
that is going to yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a difficult difficult couple weeks in uh in in Europe, but uh I think some great experience for the young guys. So is that second game US versus France is that uh uh, a game with this year's World Cup winner, and then also uh, the next World Cup winner. That'd be terrific. Although I don't USA. think France is going to win, um, but if they do win, we can say that we helped along the way. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to win? My money. Well, I don't have any money on it, but if I were to put money on it, I would put it on Brazil. I think Brazil is a team to beat. I, I, there's a lot of great teams out there, uh, but the the I feel like the bad thing about a lot of the great teams is they all eventually have to play each other. And Brazil really doesn't have to play many of the good teams. So um, I think because their road, if they, if they perform well, their road is, a, would be a lot easier than some of the other teams. So um, I think that's why they're my, they're my pick, but also because they're a really great team and they're, they're just clicking right now. They, they breeze through comable qualifying. I think they qualified with like five games left in one yeah, part they of, the of the world. So they're they're really good. My only worry there uh, would be is Neymar healthy. But, yeah, that's the question. If uh, Neymar is not 100%, then they're not going to win. But um, I've got my money on Spain. Actually, I think after watching them in the last uh, round of friendlies, that I was just impressed and seeing their roster of players that got left home. It's just they're going to be crazy tough to beat, and then. They've got a tough group with Portugal, but I think they can get out of it pretty easily and then make their path to the final. Cool. All right, moving on. I don't care about that tournament. I care about 2022. 2022. I mean, that's a long time out, but yeah, I'm I'm going to women's world cup next year, Justin. Yeah. Come we on, haven't man. got to the women just yet. That's, that's the next topic. We haven't got to those games and what's going on in France and in qualifying uh, this year. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh yeah. But for the men's world cup. Oh man, I'm already looking to 2022. Yeah. It's a sad story. Uh, not making this world cup. Yeah. What's the plan, Donald? What is our plan? That's a great question. So there isn't one. We have a plan. AO has a plan, but we ain't seen anything from the people who were supposed to have this plan. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think we, we saw the other day Peter Vermees talked about the uh, uh, the GM position and the interviewing for the head coach position and how that's being worked out and what the roles are. And he said, I, I don't know. I don't think I asked them what the plan is, and I don't think they have one. Um, no, you asked someone? Is, I've been asking. Haven't got anything just yet. What's that? Yeah. That, <clears throat> oh, about the plan? Yeah. Yeah, that was a... That, uh, they don't have one, so there's nothing to ask for. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was a great article. Uh, and where Peter, Peter Vermes is like, you know, basically asked, like, uh, like there, well, basically stated, like, there is no plan. Like, what's the plan? Yeah. And that was, like, absolute, absolute perfect comment. And, and it's something, like, everyone is asking. And I haven't, I haven't really heard anything other than, like, they want the... Uh, 2026 World Cup bid. That's all they're doing. Oh, they're working hard on that. I mean, you see them everywhere for that. But uh, we're not worried about 2026 right now. That'd be that'd be terrific to have 2026. I am I am hoping that we get that bid. I know we're going up against Morocco. I I know that the chips are kind of stacked against us, but uh, I am hoping that we get that. But in the meantime, I think really I, I want I want to have this moment. I want to have a moment in, say, 2021 or early 2022 at the very end of qualifying where the U.S. have come back from death 
and have qualified for the World Cup. And everybody who was on that trip in Trinidad and Tobago to see the game last October, I hope we're all there together. That's it. Oh, my God. I, I, it's going to be we need the greatest. That. It would be the greatest moment I honestly would consider retiring from <laughs> soccer because it will not get better than having everyone who was on that trip together to see our team qualify for the World Cup in 2022. Oh, my God. We Both need of it. you were on that trip. Yeah, I can't imagine how you guys felt after that game. Like I, I was sitting in Captain Jack's, heartbroken, and the two of you being there in Trinidad, I, I just can't imagine how you felt. It's a war wound. I, I, with, without getting into it and becoming more emotional, that's pretty much what it is. Like, it's yeah. going to be one of those things where someone talks about it, I'm just going to get triggered again. Yeah, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but yeah, it was it was hard. It was a roller coaster. It was. I mean, we we all came in as fans. Like, I mean very optimistic i mean borderline arrogant right unfortunately <laughs> um like this is going to happen we're going there i i don't i haven't experienced us not making the world cup ever since i've been a fan so um all the way down to like i don't know what the hell i'm going to do for the next i don't know how long in my life like what is what is the meaning of life <laughs> like depression <laughs> and uh yeah it was absolutely incredible um incredibly bad and uh, yeah, I won't forget it, but I'd love to have everyone that was there that experienced that moment um, together when we qualify. I think that would be an absolutely amazing story. I would, oh my God, we need to contact everyone if that's the case. Yeah, keep, I mean, hey, we're going to need it in like three years, so just keep everybody's contact information current. Yeah, I'm not sure why Bruce Arena didn't buy us a whole round of beers there at the hotel. Still a little, uh, still a little right? bitter. Bruce, give me a call. Make it up to us. We're available on Monday <laughs> and, in, and in Europe, <laughs> whatever you want. Uh, why don't we talk about the women? Yeah. We talked about the men enough. Let's talk about the women. Heck yeah. We got, so we got uh, two uh, women's games coming up, uh, two friendlies against China. And uh, this is a big year uh, leading up to the World Cup that I can't imagine us not making <laughs> qualifying at the end of the year. But uh yeah, it should be good. So um, go for it, Donald. Look, so the women are, are playing uh, China in two games. The first one is on June 7th in Salt Lake City. So Salt Lake City, we are coming to you. Tickets are available uh, in our section and in the stadium. And then they move on to Cleveland on June 12th also to take on China. So two really uh, you know important games for the women because it will be the last time that they get to uh, play together for a few months. And, and really when they get back together, they are going to be preparing for work of qualifying in, in, uh, in North Carolina. And then the final would be in Dallas. So um, two very important, uh, important matches for the women uh, and really important for our members, because I think honestly, this is a year the, the first game is exactly a year before the start of the women's world cup. We want to be in that world cup. We want to be ready for it. And really at that point, the, the countdown begins. Yeah. That qualifying is going to be fun. Carrie is a fantastic place um, for that group stage. I can't wait. And uh, what, what's the qualifying? The top three teams out of there get to the world cup. Yeah. So what it is, is uh, I think now it's the top three before, if you remember in 2010, we had to do that playoff because oh, it yeah. was the, uh, it was the top two make it in the third place goes into a playoff with another confederation. I think this time around it is 
Uh, and I, and correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I think, I think it still is the top two definitely make it. And then third place goes to the playoffs. Um, I don't know if they've added a spot for us, but uh, I think that's the case. I don't know who the playoff is against because honestly, I, I, I don't, I, I hope we don't need it because no. uh, the women are that good. Uh, they're number one in the country or number one in the world. And um, there, there's no team really that has challenged them uh, over the last year and a half or two years. Let's not get arrogant, Donald. Let's no, not get we're not arrogant. arrogant. But at the same time, we have to give respect where respect is due. And our women are kicking ass. And Hell yeah. I recognize that. Always. Yeah, so I actually just looked it up. So top two uh, make the tournament. And the third, it looks like uh, we'll play a team in Europe maybe. Oh, that's what it was. That wasn't what, that's what it was. We played before. Italy in 2000. We played Italy and we beat them in the playoffs to get to the 2011 World Cup. Yeah. Oh, it, okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but it looks like three or four. So it might be a fourth place one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. That's what I thought. So they must have added a spot for us or like did some reshuffling. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, that makes sense because our region is one of the tougher regions when it comes to the women. You know, we have the, yep. the U.S., Canada, Mexico are all very good. Um, Costa Rica has come along lately. Uh, and even, you know, teams like Haiti have, have really in Trinidad have done well, um, on the women's side in the last few years. So, um, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, do we just like, do we just pack up? Playoff like... is against South America. South America. South America. Ooh. Yes. Conan Bull. Hmm. That'd be nice. The loser of the third place game. So let's not even play in that third place game. Let's just make the final. No, that'd be, let's just take the final. We'll be fine. Well, there's only one let's tournament we've ever played in that we haven't made the final. That's true. Gosh, that wasn't, that wasn't too long ago too. Man, this year, it's been tough. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not even going to think about it. I can't even imagine. Like, do we just pack it up if like even the women doesn't, they don't make the world cup. I, I don't even know what to do with my life. I'm not going to surround our group with that negativity, so we're not even going to deal with it. <laughs> well, I mean, Corey's not here, so I really have to like make up for his lack of negativity. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for that. We got Tournament of Nations coming up as well. Yeah, Tournament of Nations is coming up in July and or late July, early August. Uh, those matches are in what Hart, uh, or, sorry, Kansas City, then Hartford, then Chicago. Um, or Bridgeview, not, not Soldier Field, but uh, Toyota Stadium in Bridgeview, Illinois, right by Midway. So uh, those will be three places that uh, uh, three really tough matches against some of the top teams in the world. And really, that's another test, the, one of the final tests for our uh, women before they really get into the, the weeds of World Cup qualifying. Yeah, Rose Lavelle's back. Man, we're getting a lot of players yeah, back and back, healthy. I think back playing. I think everyone just needs to be healthy. That's the one yeah. thing we've had a lot of uh, of little nagging injuries. Like even Julie Ertz has been injured most of the year. Has uh, just recently started playing again. So um, that like all of those getting all those key pieces back. Like I'm not really worried about them being back in June. But when October 4th hits, I'd like to have a full healthy squad because. When we do that, we have a really good shot at winning every single game we play. And have you guys seen some of the goals Rapino's been scoring recently? Oh, yeah. She's been – it's 
weird. It's, she's playing like someone told her she's not going to make the World Cup team. Like, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Like, well, <laughs> and that's probably happened. That's probably the truth right there. Yeah, like she's she is probably someone's like, yo, if you you don't step it up, you ain't when nineteens can come around, you ain't gonna be there. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? No, hold on, let me let me do this, and she scores some ridiculous shot, and then is not satisfied because she's like, no, I gotta do more. I gotta make sure she wants to leave no doubt, uh, and that's good because I feel like she plays she plays really well all the time, but she plays just with a little bit more like I don't know panache when she's pissed off because she, you, we've seen some games where she was pissed off and mm-hmm. she is just dominating everybody. Um, her coming back, Tobin Heath coming yeah. back, Tobin uh, Heath's back, which who is a always wizard. my fave. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's an outright wizard. Uh, she, she, her first pro club was uh, apparently Hogwarts um, <laughs> because <laughs> she, she could do things that I've never really seen anyone do. And I say anyone, not any, not any woman. Um, she is an absolute wizard, and I love and I love her. Uh, and and her being healthy is is a boost to our squad. She's the most skilled player out there. Her, what she does on the ball is uh, uh, amazing. She may not like finish as good as like Alex Morgan and others, or finish on the head like Julie Ertz. But my God, she's like the most skilled. And I was and I was yeah. actually one of the naysayers for Megan Rapinoe. I thought she was done. Like there was a tournament I saw her, and she just looked tired and and um, just a little bit slower than the, everyone else on the field. And, yeah, she's proven even me wrong. Yeah. Well, we're not going to tell her that you that you were a naysayer. We're going to tell her that you were supporting her the whole time. <laughs> Please. I don't know. She listens to this podcast, I bet, so I'm, I'm probably screwed. We have to assume all the players do because, this, <laughs> I mean, look, this is going to be the most downloaded podcast in history because everyone's been waiting. <laughs> They've been waiting for us to say something. They just think we're and, done. And the players do. Yeah, they just, <laughs> they just think there's no podcast anymore. So we're gonna prove them I wrong for sure. I still subscribe on They're so naysayers cool. for us. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> like I said, we're doing this. We're gonna do this weekly. <laughs> no one believes me anymore. <laughs> but it's <laughs> happening. It is happening. We're gonna do monthly. We're gonna do monthly, and then when we hit them with something every week, they're gonna be shocked. <laughs> oh, there you like, go. Yeah, we're gonna do I it like every that. month. Keep the expectations and if low. We do, if we do more than that, then they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, these guys are on it. They really, they really love." Talking to us. That's great. They're engaging us. This is all about engagement. Speaking about engagement, um, we are working on a World Cup travel package, so they better damn make it. And uh, World Cup travel package for the women in France uh, next summer. Uh, it's going to be epic. Everyone stay tuned. Um, yeah. I heard some of the people are going to meet the, the, the France women's team while we're up there for the U.S. Uh, France men's game, like they wanted to yeah, meet uh, I, I American think, Outlaws. That's crazy. Yeah, they apparently some of them reached out to us, and uh, it, it wasn't to me personally. I think it was uh, Brian, and they said that, "Hey, we heard you guys are coming, and we want to meet you because we 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 like that you're excited about uh, the Women's World Cup, and we want to show our support, even though we're, you're playing our team." I think that's awesome. Um, a, a chance to meet the French players and, and really. You know, that that's that's what the soccer game's all about, guys, right? Like you get to you get to share your experience and, and the and the passion with other people from around the world and, and really it doesn't matter what language you speak, the passion is universal. And I think that I think that's mm-hmm. great that they that the French women are like, Yeah, we wanna be a part of this too and we wanna we wanna meet you guys, we wanna uh we wanna you know, 
hang out with you guys and, and, and really get you guys excited about coming back in a year. Spoiler alert. You ain't got to excite us. We're, we're ready. We're coming back. Hell yeah. Uh, so we already, it's going to be fun. We already made a goal that we are going to bring the biggest uh, group of fans ever to a um, World Cup. I mean, that's an away World Cup, basically. So the biggest travel group uh, ever in the history of a Women's World Cup. I think we can do it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're well on our way. The interest is sky high. So uh, if you are interested out there, stay tuned. More information is coming as we kind of get closer to the draw and, and really just narrowing down where, where possibly we could land uh, in this situation. But uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Start, start telling your bosses that you uh, either need the time off next June in July or that you're going to quit next June or July. Um, however you got to do it, we recommend you probably take the time off. Don't, don't, don't quit job, but if it's necessary. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like the job, I mean, I will be you your like motivator yeah, to, to just, <laughs> yeah. If they don't appreciate your, your passion for soccer and wanting to travel to different lands to learn about the game through the lenses of the Women's World Cup, then really they shouldn't be your employer. Yeah, they is, need to earn that right. Yeah, is it the right fit then at that point? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to put a disclaimer on this podcast. Uh, do not quit your job because of us. <laughs> yeah, this is not I this is not legal advice. I know I'm a lawyer, but it's not legal advice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so um let's end this podcast on uh a one game that was announced today and one that was uh uh rumored through the same articles uh that are coming out for the men's, which is gonna kinda be the part of a new beginning, right? Of uh you know, we can watch this, you know, World Cup that uh, we're not in and uh, start anew. And those... yeah, Jacob, tell us about those games. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead, Jacob. So the one that, <laughs> the one that was officially announced is uh, the big one, U.S.-Mexico. Uh, it's coming to Nashville. Uh, Love Nashville. Man, it's one of my Nashville. favorite places to see a game. And our local chapter yeah, there. It's an amazing city. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, fans there are great. Stadium's great. Oh, my gosh. Um, super excited for that one. Anyways, go ahead, Jacob. What's the other one? I haven't read the article. I, I am horribly oh, so prepared. The, the game the, the, that was rumored, uh, I guess, a few days before the game in Nashville is a game against Brazil that would be at, was it MetLife in uh, New Jersey? I think that's what they're saying. Um, yeah, somewhere. It, they said the Meadowlands, so I assume that's MetLife. There's no other stadium there. Um, so, yeah, that that would be the first two games after the world cup for, for every team. Um, uh, that's a chance to see some of the, some of the world's best players in, in Brazil uh, and to renew our rivalry with, uh, with Mexico in a city that we all love Nashville Hollis. So I know. And so there's a few things going on with that, but I mean, I mean, we sh- we better be having a new coach by then. Right. Don't you think? And I read the, uh, I was uh, sort of article and he was saying, oh, what a storyline. And I could see this happening of like the old Mexico coach uh, coaching the U.S. against Mexico for the first time. Yeah. So I think one of the it's weird. The, uh, you know, Juan Cora Cesario has coached in uh, he's coached in MLS. Um, and before he went to take over in Mexico. And there's a lot of people who think that he is just done with Mexico and would his, his number one job destination would be to coach the United States. I think that's, 
that's very rare to have a coach or, you know, I mean, it's rare to see a player move from one rival to another. Yeah. Um, it's even rare for a coach to do that. Um, and I think even on an, on a, on a club level, that's rare, but on the international level for him to say, Mexico has been a cool, you know, four or five years, but uh, I'm going to go up north and uh, coach a rival. That would probably create a, a huge storyline for that first game, especially with it being one of his first games in charge if that were to take place. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm curious what everyone thinks about that. I mean, there's a ton of talk right now on who the coach should be. And that's how that article came out with Peter Vermey. It's like he was rumored at it, and, and he was probably – interested in it and then he was just like uh i don't know what the hell you guys are doing i'm just gonna sign for uh kc for another like i don't know what was it four or five years <laughs> so, five years yeah oh my god see <clears throat> so i mean we're gonna oh yeah you wanted me to talk about the uh the beer outreach thing for that game yeah for the new beginning what better way to start the new beginning with uh you know uh quote unquote free beer <laughs> So we're heavily gone. discounted beer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Depending on the state, uh, we'll change the verbiage there for sure. Um, but yeah, with our partners, uh, Oscar Blues Brewery, um, we're going to help uh, try to get people out to the bars and uh, with, uh, you know, a beer outreach. And so uh, look for your chapter and we're going to help them get some uh, beer out there to incentivize you to just join your fellow fans and community. And watch the game. Uh, the new coach, us winning against Mexico, is always a reason to celebrate. That's for sure. So, I think you said it. When you say free beer, you you kind of took the wind on my sails. <laughs> yeah, you got me hooked. So, more info on that coming out. And so, um, we're trying to keep these short. So, do you guys have any final thoughts? I know our next episode. What, what's we're probably going to talk about what the plan is um, or what the lack of plan is uh, moving forward. I think that's a big topic uh, and probably the results uh, uh, from this upcoming game uh, moving forward. But any final thoughts on, on uh, what you're excited for, uh, for this uh, game in Philly? Uh, you know, for the game in Philly, I'm excited. Again, I'm excited to see this roster play and, you know, looking forward, I think, you know, this is a great opportunity for these guys to make, you know, leave an impact, not just on the field, but in the, in the hearts and minds of, of fans. Um, you know, a lot of these guys, people are looking at this roster and like, I have no idea who this kid is and they will get to find out who these kids are on, on Monday. So that's, that's a really cool feeling. Like if, if you're, if you're one of those players, I'm sure they're probably sitting there like, yo, we get a chance to just go out there and just ball out and, and, have people, you know, calling our name. That's, that's what you want. And, um, even looking forward, like having some tests in Europe, uh, against some really tough teams, that is going to be uh, a really good experience, whether it be, you know, a Rocky on the result end, it could be, but I think in the end, it's really about the experience that these guys gain. They can carry that back to the clubs, get into better situations and really use that experience to, to move forward and, and grow as a player. So that's going to be awesome. That's what I'm looking forward to. And honestly, on a personal note, I haven't been to Europe in 15 years. Uh, so to get to go to Dublin and step foot on European soil uh, for the first time in 15 years, I'm really, really looking forward to this trip. We have like, what is it? A hundred, over a yeah. hundred uh, members going to each game. That's a lot. Yeah. We that's have over a hundred. And th that's cool to see that there's still people 
um, there's still fans that care and willing to yeah. support the team. And yeah, I mean, Dublin and, and uh, Lyon are quite good cities to visit, but I mean, yeah, they're there to support the team and I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. hundred in each of the sections is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing I'm going to be most excited about is just, I'm not going to any of these games. So just getting back out to chapter bar, Captain Jack's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Get to see a lot of people that we don't see very often. Get to see just around the U S games or we've got our foot golf league here in Lincoln, which is a lot of fun. Uh, recommend foot golf to all Best of you who have ever played. So much fun. Uh, Justin's not going to beat me in the league this year. <laughs> Get that on record. Some fighting words. Wow. The fact that you said it, though, means it's not going to happen on air. <laughs> I've beat you each of the last two weeks we've played Justin. The, I so. mean, that's not 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 true. How is it? Wait, how many knots was that? Was that three? I think yeah, that was a negative. <laughs> that, that means you're right. That means you're right. Yeah, negative. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but uh, I think another thing I'm really excited is this isn't going to be the roster that's going to Europe necessarily, so we might get some even more surprising faces in there. I'm excited to see who they're going to bring in along with how many of these guys that they'll take to Europe with them. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm good guessing point. most of these would be on there, right? Because most of these are Euro, uh, European players. Um, they they did that, say uh, there was going to be some numerous. Yeah, they said numerous Numerous. changes. That was the quote from from Derek. I'm excited. That's coming out pretty soon. He's working with the MLS clubs. Mm -hmm. What was that? So technically this game game occurs, the the game on Monday occurs outside of the official FIFA window. So I feel like they probably said, hey, we'll bring the Euro guys over that are done with their seasons because it doesn't really matter. Uh, but for MLS players, we'll let you play the weekend, and then when the window opens, that's when they call in some of those players. Yeah, that's when we, that's when we see the likes of Tyler Adams. Yeah, I'm hopefully guessing. he's okay. Yeah. He, he picked up a knock uh, last weekend. Did so he? Hopefully he's better. Yeah, and June 2nd, too, uh, a cool thing that uh, we've been a part of is uh, A.O. Lincoln is working with uh, a local brewery, too, and they're launching the A.O. Lincoln uh, We Believe beer. And it's We Believe because uh, uh, the brewery is called White Elm. So, that's a session IPA. It's going to be awesome. They're going to sell it all around town um, with signage and everything. So that's pretty cool. Good job, guys. And they even let us brew that, Justin. For I know. For some reason. Well, they let us do it. Yeah, I haven't tasted it yet. So uh, who knows if we actually uh, completely ruined it or not. But, uh, yeah, we were there the whole process. They let us, like, do all the uh, the grains and uh, transfer it and uh, actually, like, mess with knobs and pumps. Uh Yes, I don't know how it turned out, but they canned it, so it must not have been too bad. Hey, uh, for it. Justin, just bring some down to, to Dallas when you come. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We have, I have two cans in my possession. I'll try to do that. Yeah. No, no, get more cans. Don't, well, don't use your personal it, stash. Get it, more cans. It hasn't launched yet, Donald. <laughs> it hasn't Soon launched enough. yet. Y- y'all don't know nobody that you, you can get a little sneak peek, like a little taste test? Like, come on, man. I know y'all know people. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the knob things. You just talked about how you did the whole process. You tell me you can't get not one can. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why they aren't giving us more cans. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, awesome. So, everyone out there, watch this game coming up uh, Monday, May 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern time on FS1. You'll be the ones to say you watched Novakovic's first goal ever for the U.S. national team. You heard it here first. Um, Boom. We will be back uh, 
What, Donald? Uh, every month? <laughs> We're going to try We're gonna every do week. at least one a month. <laughs> and if you do one every week, then you will just say that we we bless you with more entertainment from, from us. It's Yeah, it's really Corey. We just need to get Corey in this room. That's what it is. So if you guys see Corey out there, tell him to get his butt in the podcast studio, which is not really a studio, and we'll do it every week. I blame it on him. Yeah. Always. Since he's not here, I can oh, do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Donald, uh, Jacob, for uh, joining me. Uh, I'm not the usual uh, leader of this podcast, so hopefully it was okay. And uh, I'm usually the one behind the knobs. And uh, I'll be here next week uh, with uh, Corey uh, leading the charge. And hopefully uh, we'll have new guests every week um, and make these uh, short uh, little tidbits of uh, everything going on. So thanks, guys, for joining us. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you.